Hello, my dear friend, and welcome to another episode of Spiritually Engineered. I'm your host, Alvin Zepeda, the voice behind this spiritual exploration into the dynamic relationships between our individual self, spirit guides, people, and the abundance of opportunities here on planet Earth. Without further ado, let's begin. So, there was, um, I was going out for a walk that I usually uh, I do um, after a workout at the gym. And um, I decided to, this time around, I um, went by a park. It's, um, it's, it's, it's formerly known as Meridian Park, but for those that, are, that know, it's Malcolm X Park. Um, I decided to kind of come by here on my routine where I just kind of approach it, you know, meditatively, just walking, without any headphones, without music, and I just decided to just walk through. And um, and at the time, when I went this on this occasion was, you know, uh, we were just, I guess the storm, that there was a snowstorm that came by. It wasn't too bad, but it definitely left um, a good couple inches of snow on the ground, a good amount of accumulations. And so, you know, when I was here at this park, you know, suffice, suffice to say, it, it almost looked like a winter wonderland. <laughs> I mean, it was just, it it was awesome. You know, it was just like um, it was um, it was one of those experiences that I actually, for a moment, I had to just to kind of behold or just appreciate. Because um, I know what the winter is, is. I know this is tendency. I know for myself, it's just like ah, I want to stay inside where it's warm. It's too cold outside. And when it gets cold, it gets cold. Although I'm sure other places are way colder, so it's just like nothing. Um, I mean, it's been hitting like low 30s into the 20s. I think the lowest has gone so far is like in the teens, mid-teens, mid to highs. So, um, but anyway, I was at, at at this park, and it was like actually still snowing. So it was like light flurries, and I was making my way, just walking through and just observing as I try to do in my meditative practice in my, in my way of like mindfulness. Um, and then I was beginning to see like, um, that some people were, had made, um, snowmen. And, um, and I took a couple of pictures of some of them cause I thought they were pretty cool. Um, <laughs> and it was, it was pretty awesome to just see how with some of the snowmen <laughs> that how like people got really creative and, used um different types of like from leaves to like they used um i mean i've seen some that use plastics or use sticks i mean plastic of course not necessarily the most <laughs> uh, desirable thing to use if we're considering the environment right but anyway but considering the art and appreciating it of, the, of building snowmen all things considered i think it was pretty cool just did the, the resources that people used to be able to put them together and like there were and there were snowmen created at various parts so it was just cool to uh to see to see all that you know i remember there was a point where in my walk i saw someone had made an igloo uh or i'm sure it were probably groups of people it was a mix of like groups to maybe like a handful or maybe even one person that put together these beautiful creations here at the park as i was walking around but like there was an igloo that someone made and i definitely and there was definitely, uh, <laughs> I'm sure there were definitely children involved in this one because, I mean, there's a lot of, like, um, what was the um, frozen memorabilia? And there's, like, a lot of 
cool little party kind of like fabric streamers kind of thing that was uh, adorned around the, the igloo. And in this particular igloo that I saw, it actually had like, uh, they had placed like a, like, a, like a bucket. I think it was like a steel bucket. Um, and they had put candy inside it, and uh, which is interesting. And I think it was pretty awesome to kind of, to appreciate that, that, that generosity of people just like, hey, we're going to create something here. Pretty cool. And because it was like an opening in the igloo where they put this, this little, I guess, free treats for people that are walking by. Um, the thoughtfulness is definitely something I appreciate. And, uh, and yeah, so as I was kind of like looking around and taking this all in, and the beautiful snow out there. And just like, again, just really, you know, it was a night that I definitely appreciated having gone out and to have done. Uh, because, you know, what I was, find myself in thinking about is just uh, the beauty and the pureness of the childlike part, you know. Um, like, yeah, like some of these, I'm sure there were kids that were involved in making some of this stuff, but I'm pretty sure there were some adults that did it themselves. That made some snowmen, um, snow figures um, out here. Um, and even like on my walk today, I was like walking other parts of the neighborhood. And I was looking at some a couple of snowmen created. And <laughs> again, it's just easy. It's, 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 it's cool to see the creativity. And I think, you know, the thing that I found myself thinking about, is, again, is that childlike part that all of us have. Is um, It's a really... It's not only just beautiful, but it's also powerful. Um, because, you know, when people talking about the inner child and stuff like that. I think when it comes to like in the realms of personal healing, inner work, you know, I'm sure therapists, psych psychiatrists kind of will, you know, will, will use the term as well too. Because, you know, there's a very crucial part of us that I think is important to acknowledge and and to take the time to cultivate a healthy relationship with, you know, so it's like me and my inner child. Because I, I, I know and I'm definitely learning how I am my own parent, or at least I'm practicing being my own parent. Um, and, you know, I definitely can identify areas where I could definitely do, so, do some more work. But I think the, the big thing is just to recognize that relationship with myself. It's like I am my own parent. But I, and it's one of those things that for myself, I have to really practice being gentle, patient, kind to myself. As if, you know, like if I was, because, you know, I think about it from the perspective of like, well, if I'm, you know, I wouldn't want like the, the nasty stuff that can come up or I can, I can tell myself, you know, I wouldn't want to tell this to another person or even like another child. You know, so it's like really kind of seeing it from that perspective of like my inner child, the, the part that's that's pure, it's real, it's it's kind, it's good. It's, you know, all the beautiful things that I believe is just like, you know, we're talking about God, you know, all the, um, and his essence. Um, I think, you know, it was just interesting. <laughs> I know one of the things... Um, that I see that happens is like this, I want to say this almost like this epidemic of just like, of just getting old, 
Now, granted, our physical bodies age. <laughs> I, I totally get that, and that's you know. But I think it's important with, uh, to just to allow oneself, you know, to 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 bring out that childlike part, which is that one key ingredient in that is that play is so crucial. It's so important. Um, especially because, you know, in the world where it's just like so much stuff happening, it's like, I remember I was having a conversation with a friend of mine. Uh, it was at a, I, was, I was visiting a good friend of mine. I was spending a night over at a good friend's uh, place for her birthday. And uh, and I, when I was talking to the many people that were there, and, and we were, and, and this one conversation came up about choice. You know, it's like you can kind of choose to be, at least with the, with the person that w was sharing with me, like, it, you know, we can choose to be kind of burdened or weighted down by the atrocities and all this stuff or whatever. X, Y, and Z, you fill in the dots. I'm sure you can <laughs> identify some stuff of like that's very heavy and serious. But then it's also important to just come back to that childlike part that's that's so innate and so a part of us that never never goes away. It never leaves us. We're never separated from a childlike part. You know, and when I mentioned the epidemic, it's, it's, it's more so of like this widespread of kind of straying from or kind of separating ourselves from something that's, again, has always been a part of us. That The inner child, the childlike qualities that I think is, is very important to to have. I think it's because I, I think the way I see it, and I know, I'm not even, I know, and I've met people that have the, the, the playfulness, the those beautiful childlike qualities and, and have maturity. You know, it's funny, it's interesting how people can just think like, oh, it's just like, um, especially when it comes to this idea of innocence or purity, which are often equated with children. Um, and they say like, oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> that, that goes away at a certain point and then the world comes in and taints us and stuff like that, et cetera, et cetera. I think for me, uh, I think something that's important to consider because I do believe that purity within each of us is there. I remember I used to think like when it came to pure or impure was a matter of like judging myself or other people based on what they did on their actions and stuff like that. When, when I know for a fact that life on this, in this planet is all a process. It's all like, it's, it's a bit, it's a game in a lot of ways where it's just, everybody's doing the best they know how. And it's just, but nevertheless, again, it's just like coming back to just the soul component the soul, who we are, like that, that right there, that um, where the purity lies. Because for me, when I when I think about purity, that often gets equated with children and things like that. It's to me, it's more about authenticity, the rawness of our unique selves. I think that's really important to be able to cultivate. Um, and to bring out more. Because I know definitely as children growing up, I know for myself, I've been taught and even just maybe I have dealt with like various forms of trauma, like getting beaten and stuff. 
uh, getting reprimanded and stuff like that to be able to suppress uh, to su- get get getting reprimanded to just be um, in some sense like being trained to just suppress because that's one of the other qualities that I've I've learned and I've I understand is a, a need that's that's childlike is to be able to express express joy laughter. Um, and I know one of the things for myself as far as being my own best parent that I'm working on is allowing myself, giving myself permission to just feel whatever it is, not judge it, and to really just um, to feel it and just to just be there, you know, uh, with whatever it is that I'm kind of going through. Again, as if like if I were to talk to myself as, an, as a child, sometimes what I'll do is like when I'm working through stuff, I visualize seeing my younger self, my baby, my whether it's my five-year-old self, four-year-old self. You know, if I'm kind of working through something and I know something's coming up that that stems from like my childhood, I'll just I'll I'll take that proactive approach to just like talk to myself in that way. Sometimes, you know, I'll, you know that's a very important thing to do to cultivate that very crucial relationship with oneself because that 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 affects everything else. And it even dictates the quality of life that I know that I live, that anyone can live. That that relationship with the self is the foundational thing that can dictate and determine the quality of life that anybody can live. And all it can take is just making those important shifts if they're not so good, if they're not, if they're very negative or destructive. And so, I mean, well, I guess why am I bringing this up is I think for me is the, the component that I'm thinking about is just that playfulness and also curiosity because it can be very, and I know it's very easy for me to kind of get boggled down or kind of the day-to-day routine that is the nature of life, that's part of the game, that I can get myself kind of heavy at times and it's, being being so serious is something i'm very guilty you know and i think the working with or tuning into that that curiosity that invites me to look at things from a fresh perspective because i'm recognizing that man i get so caught up in how i'm seeing things that oftentimes i know i'm not I've, i'm aware and can recognize okay i'm not seeing I know there's some things I'm not seeing and it's very limiting and narrow. And I know that there's other perspective and I think that's where part of like, I think I need to practice more. Because again, it's like that suppression of like the childlike part. And I feel like we've all gone through it in many ways, um, which is nothing to say, like make a big deal about. But I know for myself, it's just like working through and, and just doing for myself what perhaps I didn't get as a child growing up or in some areas where I felt like uh, wasn't good for me. It's like, okay, let me provide for myself now that I have this opportunity as a grown man, you know, uh, what, what the things that I know I need to do for myself so that I can have this, this beautiful balance. <clears throat> and so, and 
you know, that's kind of like the things I was thinking about as I was like looking at the snowman and all the, uh, all in the igloo that I saw out here at the park because it's just kind of getting into that. Like, let me let me make something. Let me tap into the creativity and just make something cool. Like imagination, definitely being something very, very, very powerful, if used in a balanced way. Because <laughs> I think that in an unbalanced way can lead to fantasy, and that <laughs> that's very dangerous. <laughs> because that can lead to being very passive, or it can lead to complacency, and I think that's not good, especially if it's. If let's say for myself, I want to live the kind of life I want to live, I need to be proactive. I need to be involved. I need to just be involved in my life with that sense of play, you know, because um, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, there's a lot of serious and heaviness out there, but it's that's why it's important for I know for myself to just have that beautiful balance and just to invite humor, joy, whatever, you know, that can um, they can light me up in my life. You know, I even like do a little silly dance in the mirror, you know, like doing so many, like kind of really practicing just being that, that, the, the goofy, silly, that playfulness with myself in the mirror really does help a lot because it's like, again, like I know I take myself way too serious more times than, (laughs) than I need to, than this is necessary. But I think I definitely took a moment at least today to like, all right, let me just kind of check this out. Let me do a little... Uh, a silly dance to just shake off all this kind of heavy, weird energy. And let me get back into that play. Get back into that play. Because I think that, that, that makes for, for, for living successfully or just for living in general. As opposed to like just getting old, um, spiritually speaking, or like getting old, like in, uh, not in the literal sense, but just getting, you know... Um, it's like getting old with that attitude of just like, oh, whatever, or like, you know, I think, um, <laughs> I just uh, <laughs> lost my train of thought there. But in any case, you know, going back and just really connecting with the importance of that, cultivating that, because it really has, it really is a part. And it's like, you know, there's a moment when, when I was walking in the park where I decided, you know, and the many efforts when I find myself really heavy to lighten up, I decided to just uh, at the park at Malcolm X, I decided to just take a spot because it was like this beautiful, you know, snowscape I was like observing and I saw. I just decided to kind of lay down on the ground. And I'm thankful that I had some good layers on. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have been freezing. But and I decided to just kind of lay there. Um, and I even just uh, made a little snow angel. <laughs> Um, and, and upon which I, I, I drew at the center after I got up, you know, I drew like a little heart at the center. I drew like a little halo as a, a piece of art, you know, because that's kind of what I, what I was seeing with um, um, there at the park. I was like um, seeing how, wow, well, like this is like this beautiful park and the snow and it's like this beautiful canvas. And I thought, let me contribute to this as well too. Let me contribute something very positive um, to this because it's something that's very much needed, you know. And you know, in our world, in our society, and so it was just uh, it was a, it was a, one of those moments of just like really connecting with, 
my environment and really connecting with myself, connecting with God. And just, you know, I remember just laying down on the ground and just looking at the, at the sky for a moment and just seeing the, the, the gentle flurries of snow just falling down. And, you know, when I look back on it, you know, I'm reminded of just that sense of, of peace that is ultimately the reality. I mean, when you think about it, it's like really is a sense of peace out there. I mean, really the turmoil comes from the human experiences and what people are experiencing, what people are going through. But outside of that and just seeing the world and the environment as it is, there's this peace that's there. It's weird because it's, at least I'm thinking it's, it's interesting because it's like, Interesting to, 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 to conceive of the fact that the kingdom of heaven is here in midst of all the suffering out there. All the stuff that's going on out there. And it's like, wait, the kingdom of heaven is right here still. It's not going to go anywhere. It's, just, it's right here. And I, I equate that with the, that, that. I equate the peace, the reality of just like out there and by, you know, with, with heaven. And it's just like, it was just that moment that I experienced, like, okay, I just felt that moment of heaven. And I know all of us, I'm pretty sure if, if taken enough time, I'm sure maybe you could recognize a moment when you experienced peace or genuine happiness. And again, I know we all have at some point because we all were children once and we were all definitely just bundles of light and joy. Like I said, it's never, it's something that's never left us just been conditioned to and where we've become out of, out of touch with you know if you're someone that's like been thinking about or maybe not not something you're, you're concerned about or not really you're, you're, you're not the way you see things but maybe maybe you are considering you know you've recognized perhaps you may have gotten out of touch with your inner child well if it means anything, it's never too late to kind of come back to that, to come back to the self, to cultivate that healthy relationship with your inner child. And um, I'm grateful that I have, with the stuff that can happen in my life personally, I'm grateful that I have people and I have things that I do um, that really invites um, that really invites the joy, getting, feeling a sense of peace. Um, but again, also just inviting, it gives opportunity to have that play. Because it really, <laughs> I, I'm thinking like, you know, we're all going to live life. We're all going to, we're all faced with life, right? Whether we like it or not. So why not look for like the, the greatest things about it? You know, we're all going to experience, experience things. Why not just have a good time with it? Instead of just like being miserable. That's not childlike at all. <laughs> no, sir. No, 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 no. No, ma'am. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, it's just such, a, such an important thing. The childlike part within all of us to be able to cultivate that play, that playfulness. You know, and that's how I find myself thinking about how can I invite more play into my life? You know, because I feel like, again, 
for myself is just I've lost touch a little bit. And it, again, and, it, and that's one of the things too that it can happen, honestly. Like it's not like have to be perfect. Of course, there's going to be moments such as the nature of life and going through it. But again, it's just like I'm one of the things I've been learning is just um, on like the, on the stuff that I've been working on and the positive solutions and things that I've set for myself. It really is finding myself like I need to work it like a muscle. Because sometimes I get into this thing of like, oh, okay, I was successful here. But why am I not successful here? Or I have this expectation it needs to be good all the time or something. Or, or I don't know, some kind of terrible expectation where it's like, where in reality it's all about the practice, the rinse and repeat. Keep at it. I'll have some days I'm successful. I have other days where I'm not successful. And that's okay. <laughs> really, I have to tell myself that's okay. You know, if you're kind of feeling like that too, it's kind of tough. Let me tell you, it's okay. It's okay. The kingdom of heaven is here after all. It is here after all. It's never left anywhere. God, His angels, they never left. Always there. And again, something else I, I always find myself reminding myself is just like, oh, you know, always have that company. Always do. So many ways. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I invite you to, if you haven't already, just any opportunities you can for yourself, like invite more play. I know I'm going to keep practicing. And I'm, 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 I have some ideas on what I can do better. And uh, I think for one thing, for starters, I need to start doing more silly dances. <laughs> and, just, and just look at myself in the mirror. Or just make silly or weird faces. <laughs> you know, that uh, help me get out of the heaviness. But... Not, not as a way of like escaping necessarily. There are times where I think there's a there's a place to have to kind of work work through an experience or working through emotions by feeling into them. Because definitely don't want to again suppress. Because suppression is like the worst thing, I think. You know, I remember hearing like the the depression is the suppression, and I would say I would equate it to of the childlike part. That's what I would kind of put. You know, it's just. Not allowing to express. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think um, um. Oh well, okay. Something I just thought about. I was just thinking about it. it just came to mind. Something else to put in perspective too that I learned was uh, when it comes to our spirit guides. They're they're like they're like children themselves, except. They're children with experiences. They're, ex they're, they're children with wisdom. That was, that was an interesting thing to, um, to think about. Like even in my work, on my daily work, working with my team of spiritual helpers, my spirit guides, whatever you want to call them, I call them spiritual helpers. You know, it's just 
one of the important things that I'm reminded of too, that I get reminded from time to time through people or I'll just get those, those, those intuitive messages of really the importance of keeping it light. Keeping it light, keeping it light, keeping it light. Because um, that's also a very crucial component for that as well too. Is not to... Because I mean, they have the, the sense of the bigger picture. They understand and they, even with, with all that a bigger picture perspective, the importance of just keeping it light. They um, see the brightness in everything. Um, and so that, that was something very interesting that put things in perspective for me and my understanding of spirit guides in, in our lives and, and how active they are. Because they are. <laughs> I know it. I've experienced it countless times. Um, even as simple as experiencing chills, the chilling sensations, like that, active. So, yeah. So I just wanted to kind of touch, touch a little bit about that, the childlike part, our inner child. Um, definitely... Um, <laughs> I'm gonna keep at practicing it because, like, because again, as we as we get older, which is the reality, I think it's very important to be able to keep to to keep that childlike spirit, to always cultivate and maintain that, to cultivate, to bring out and express. Um, that way, age, you know, growing older and stuff like that physically won't have to be like such a um, a bitter thing, you know. At least that's what I, the the sense that I kind of get sometimes. Oftentimes, of like getting old, like oh, it just seems to be very bad. Like oh, growing old, all oh, this from other people's personal experiences, what they're sharing. But it doesn't have to be. I know it doesn't have to be like that. So I think there's something invigorating and energizing about cultivating the inner child. I know for myself, you know, it's just, it's definitely been a source of when I can tap into that part of myself and express it. I feel really energized and really upbeat and bubbly and light. And that, and that kind of feeling that I have experienced countless times has an effect on other people in a positive way. And that's a kind of a big picture of why I think it's important to cultivate that. First, starting from the self, making sure you, know, you got you, right? And then once you got you, once you take care of yourself and, and, and working on that beautiful relationship with yourself, people pick up on that. And they will feel that. And that's something else that I've observed too. It's just the people that can kind of gravitate towards that. Coming back to just enjoying, you know? Enjoying myself. Having fun. While still working through all the stuff. While working through all the crazy emotions. But still at the end of the day, like, ha, I'm having fun though. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be here. I'm not going to let myself or all this stuff boggle me down. It's all a part of beautiful process. Like it's like a level of acceptance. You know? And I, and I would even equate acceptance as also a, a crucial component when it comes to achieving a sense of peace. There's a level of acceptance that's there when it comes to like that peace. Peace within amidst the chaotic environment, outer. So... Anyway, I feel like I'm kind of going some other direction, but I really wanted to just keep it into 
this potential top uh, topic area. You know, just um, and uh, yeah, feeling pretty good. You know, at this point, <laughs> feeling a little lighter since the start of this episode. And uh, yeah, I, feel, um, I think I'll just end it there. And so, uh, if you made it this far in the, uh, this episode, thank you so much for your time. I mean, honestly, like. <laughs> I do these and I have no no sense necessarily of like how many people listen, you know. Um, and I guess maybe, uh, you know, the platform I'm using doesn't necessarily give me the, that much information. Not that I would necessarily would want to know. I usually just trust that it reaches to people um, out there. Uh, all I can do is just trust it. But, you know, again, like if you're, you're listening to this at this point, <laughs> I really appreciate it. Hope, you know, I always hope you get something out of it. That's part of why I share because... You know, I've, I've, I've learned and recognized that there's there's someone for anyone in the sense that anybody can be a teacher and anybody and anybody can be a teacher. And I'm sure everybody in their own ways has been a teacher just as much as that we're all students and we're learning. There's this beautiful thing of like switching back and forth, having my teaching moments to others, even to myself, and then having those learning moments from others, even from myself. It's um, it's pretty cool to have that that lens that um, to see that. So again, I hope you get something out of it. Whether even just listening and just enjoying, maybe hearing my voice or something. <laughs> oh, that'd be interesting if someone's like, "Oh, I like listening to his voice or or whatever." I guess the feedback. I've never gotten that, that kind of feedback before. Oh, that'd be interesting. Um, yeah, like I hope you got something out of it, and um, and I hope you have an awesome day. You know, just like. It's Monday as I'm recording this now, and uh, I always look at Mondays as opportunities to make it a fun day. <laughs> or as like the masses are like, oh, Mondays, oh, geez, Mondays. I'm like, come on, let's change that. That's not tuning into our childlike part. The childlike part would be like, yes, fun day, Monday. And keeping that energy every single day. And not just on specific, not feeling, not feeling joyful or excited based on certain conditions being met. Because that's dumb. You know what I mean? Like I could just tune into something, you know, like right now. Like I'm going to choose to be bubbly, awesome, joyful. I'm going to laugh. You know, whatever it is now. You know, I'm not going to wait before the next thing to be whatever. <laughs> I give my per- per- myself and I hope you would give yourself permission now to, to, to feel good, to, to enjoy to have a good time and to have patience and to, to feel that for oneself when going through emotional stuff, going through tough times. Anyway, this has been another episode of Spiritually Engineered. I'm your host, Alvin Zepeda, and signing out. <laughs> Take care. See you at the next one.